One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Probably True Stories of Queer Life and Even Queerer Sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I've been rolling something around inside of me for a while. Oh dear, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> like I bought a gentleman's appliance from Wish or somewhere, and then the first time I used it, part of it got stuck up there. What a fun sentence. We're off to a good start, aren't we? Welcome back, everyone. Nothing has changed. <laughs> anyway, the big hard idea I've been shoving into my brain hole at every opportunity is how, for the longest time, I've not really felt like I fit in. When I was younger, I didn't fit in with the other kids because, turns out, dick tastes really nice. Something of an acquired taste, but I have been acquiring it for quite a while now, and I can thoroughly recommend it. Most of the time, anyway. I mean, would it hurt to maybe wash a bit more thoroughly, some of you? It's not like we don't all enjoy playing with it, just play with it while you're in the shower, for fuck's sake. I don't want it to be entirely without flavour, but maybe just one day's worth of stank instead of five. If it were on a menu, you'd want it to have maybe one little chilli, so you know it's not bland, but not three chilies. It's a dick, not a vindaloo. Anyway, not the point. So, gay, righto. But I also don't fit in with a lot of the gay guys I know. The ones I went to uni with were all skinny and bitchy and far too white and middle class, which is fine for them, I suppose. But it didn't really work for me. As time's gone on and, and I've grown and developed, I've tend to identify as queer now, rather than gay, because it's not just about who I shag, but about how I see the world. The two are related, yes, but they're not the same. For example, you can be a gay man and also a Tory. Why you'd want to is beyond me, but never mind. Anyway, me, big old queer man. Except, how do you define a man? It's not my penis, although it is lovely. God, I love it. It's great. Anyway, having a penis does not make you a man, and not having one doesn't make you not a man. Same with women. Same with anyone, really. None of us are defined by our dangly bits or lack thereof. And the same is true for all the non-dangly bits as well, like facial hair and bazooms and big sexy muscles and... But maybe the muscles are part of my attempting to prove how totes mask I am, and like, look how much of a man I am, I have these big lumps of meat on my arms. Arr. And all the time there's this part of me inside that's going, proper man? What? What does that even mean? Shut up and have a biscuit. In fact, fuck it, have three. And I've talked before about how hard it is to pin down exactly what it means to be masculine, or feminine, or manly. Except that it seems pretty toxic and repressed and not much fun a lot of the time. And this is what people mean, I think, when they say gender is a construct. All that means is that none of this is innate. It's all learned. We're not born knowing any of these things. We learn as we go along, the same way we learn table manners and how to stand on the right on the escalators, for fuck's sake. It's all the same. It's learning stuff. We learn what it means to be a man or a woman. It's not built in. Boys don't cry and that's not ladylike, blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. So I'm not. I have seen your gender binary and I want nothing to do with it. Thank you. 
I'm going to explore what it means to be non-binary for a while. Maybe in six months or something, I'll go, well, that was interesting, but actually I do feel like I can identify as a man. Hmm, patriarchy. Or maybe I'll realise that, actually, I identify more strongly with being a woman. Or maybe neither. Or both. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because gender is a spectrum, but we don't think of it as a spectrum. We think of man at one end, woman at the other, and there's a line, and everyone falls somewhere in that line, which is still quite binary, because you've got two absolutes and then lots of vague in the middle. We need to add an extra dimension to our thinking. So rather than a single line with two points at either end going this, this, or something in the middle, think of it more like a big colour wheel, where you've got red on one side, blue on the other, and some purples and pinks and oranges and... All the different shades in there, and some of them are brighter than others, and some of them are darker than others, and they're all different shades and hues and tints and colours and all that wank. Think of it more like that, because it's not two absolutes. It's a great big mess of various overlapping and shading into each other, and is this colour more red than this colour? Don't know. What does that even mean? Is this colour green? Or is that colour next to it green? Or is green somewhere in the middle? Are they both green? Can they both exist as green in the same space? Yes, of course they can. There's room for everyone. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. And maybe that's okay. Maybe we put too much pressure on ourselves and each other to always know, to always have an answer. And no one wants to admit to not knowing these things. But I'm 38 years old. And I had to Google this shit. And I am not 100% sure I know what half of it was on about because it makes my eyes cross after a while. So maybe it's okay if none of this makes sense, if you're not sure. And maybe it's okay if things change and evolve over time. Of course they do. That's what changing and evolving is all about. It's what life's all about. So I'm not really sure how this is going to go. And that's still okay. Whatever happens in the future is fine too, because, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Right now... I'm doing this, and that's cool, because that feels right, right now. And I am privileged enough to be in a place and a time and a situation where I can do this without being beaten to death or stoned or generally ostracised, and that's amazing. I am a very lucky person. I'm a very... (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be weird. Remembering not to refer to myself as a boy. Ah, Does anyone else just forget sometimes? Maybe this is part of how I realise I'm not actually non-binary. Maybe if I was a a real NB, that's what the cool kids call us, as in non-binary, NB, yeah? See what they do there? Maybe if I was a real one, it'd be, like, burned across the sky for me to see so I could never forget it or something. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it is just slipping back into old habits of thinking. There's a ton of stuff to unlearn here, too. Like, when I'm thinking about these things, a lot of the questions were like, do I, how do I feel about this? Do I really think like that? Or is that just what I've been conditioned to think and believe throughout my life? Because society says, blue boys, pink girls, manly, feminine, blah. And then the next step after thinking like that is, what happens if I don't think like this? I don't know. I look at gorgeous non-binary people like Radam Ridwan and Shivani Dave, and I think, wow, (laughs) they're all so sure. They really know what they're about and they're so confident and certain and they know. And I don't, I don't know. I tried talking about this with my mates, but it was surprisingly difficult. With the cis ones, anyway. My NB and trans friends were lovely and patient and helpful and caring. Quite a few of my cis male friends just wanted to have opinions about it. One of my friends said I was being political, whatever that means. Someone else called me a pretentious knobhead. And 
yeah, but that's not to do with this, so shut up. My point is, if I struggle with these things, it's possible you will too. Find people who are going to be accepting and will listen and not just dickheads who want to have an opinion at you. I think we'd all be a lot better off if people stopped assuming they need to have an opinion about everything and just shut the fuck up for a bit. It's alright to not know. Oi, Scott. Yes, random dickhead. So does this mean you're going to start wearing girls' clothes now? No, I'll wear my clothes, just like normal. What you mean is, I think, will I be wearing skirts and dresses? If I buy skirts and dresses, they are not girls' clothes. They're mine. I own them. I can tell because instead of some money and no dresses, I suddenly have no money and some dresses. Capitalism, innit? I even have a bit of paper explaining the transaction in case I change my mind. But girls' clothes? That is quite binary thinking you've got there, sweetheart. But never mind. Do try to keep up. So if your question was, will I be wearing feminine clothes and things that would traditionally be sold to and for female bodies, things like dresses, skirts, shit like that, maybe. But then I used to do that on Instagram even when I still identified as male, so not really much of a difference. Besides, my body is six feet and eight inches, that's two measurements, of barrel-chested pure muscle. And the only clothes for female bodies that tend to fit that shape are in the fat lass tries to look sexy blesser section. And this is one of the things that I've struggled with as I've been thinking about this. And like, if I wear a dress, I don't feel sexy or feminine. I feel like a rugby player who's borrowed his girlfriend's least favourite outfit for a pub crawl or something. Maybe I'm looking for clothes in all the wrong places. I'm sure there are brands out there that would happily dress me in all of their non-binary finery. Maybe I could become a brand ambassador for them. Like... Yes, I can bench press 100 kilos. Yes, my chest is hairy and my testicles pendulous. But when I go out, I wear a dress from, insert sponsor here, and I know I look gorgeous. And anyway, a couple of hundred years ago, men wore makeup and wigs and tights and really extravagant robes and high heels and all that bollocks. It was the sexiest thing for straight men to do. Women were frothing from every orifice. It was the height of manliness to powder your face, put on a big wig and some tights and swank around so everyone could see you. Something I do want to tell you, though. If I paint the nails on my hairy knuckled fingers, I'm not doing it to make a point about gender. If I wear pearls on a night out, or even just down the shops, I'm not trying to blow the minds of any straits I might encounter. If I wear a dress, it's not because I'm making a political or a social statement. If I wear those things, it's because I look good. Pronouns. Fuck. Yes, I need some of those. I don't... I don't mind. (laughs) As long as you're not being a dick about it, you can call me he, she, they, whatever. Incidentally, everyone, if you're not sure how someone wants to be addressed, use they and them. It's neutral and entirely unoffensive. No one finds being referred to as they or them offensive, apart from the kind of people who will buy testicles to hang off their bikes or the back of their cars because they need people to know that they're not driving a lady car. They're also the kind of person who will say things like, did you hear about that guy from the coffee shop? He uses they, them pronouns. And that guy does, does he, for fuck's sake, they use they, them pronouns. Did you hear about that person? It's not rocket science, for fuck's sake. Is it possible, do you think? And this might just be pure conjecture. That those kind of dickheads are only bothered about looking and feeling manly and having to shout it to everyone that they're really masculine. It's because they don't want to be seen or treated the way they see and treat women. Anyway.
I don't mind what pronouns you use for me now that I'm identifying as non-binary. Unless you start being a dick about it, because then I will identify as a problem. That was Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 